listen to all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Now, of course, the first Sunday of every month is Mission Sunday around here. It's, we've done that every, every uh, uh, Sunday for the last 20, almost 25 years now, first Sunday of the month, Mission Sunday. And you know, we've helped so many missionaries around the world and that, that it's just, it's really, I'm just so proud of you all at the, the great work you've done in giving towards missions. And, and we've, we've touched so many people through this church around the world with, uh, with missions. This go into all the world and preach the gospel, do you know that's called the Great Commission? It's, it's what the Lord has commissioned to all of us to do as believers in, in Him. And, um, and, and what, what is on my heart is for all of us, every last one of us, to be missionaries in 2019 like we've never been before. And the nice thing about it is, is you don't have to leave your house to do what I'm going to be asking you to do here today. That's a pretty good, good, good deal, isn't it? We live in a, in a day and an hour that you don't even have to really leave your house to be a missionary. And uh, you can be a missionary if you have a cell phone. How many has a cell phone in here besides me? If you have a cell phone that's hooked to the internet or you have a computer that's hooked to the internet... You can be a missionary, and so that's what I'm going to be asking you to do this this next year is to be a missionary like you've never have been before, using your, you'll see what I'm talking about in a minute, using your cell phone or your computer, and what I'm going to be asking you to do is going to just take you minutes a week to do. Now, I think all of us can, can do something a couple of minutes a week, don't you think? This is going to be, yes or no? Do you, yes. Yes. Before you answer, you say, I want to know what you want us to do a couple of minutes a week. So, but I think you'll, most of you are, are, well, you'll see what we're talking about, doing it already. But, but listen to me. Did you know that St. Louis is, is considered the most dangerous city in the United States of America? You think about that. And it's ranked third in production of meth- methamphetamine. Now you think about that. There was a lady shot and killed recently in the Catholic bookstore, right close here. How many heard that on the news? There was a police officer that was carjacked right up here at the Schnooks parking lot, right up on the bluffs just a couple weeks ago. Lots of shootings, as you know, throughout the country. Not to mention the number one cause of death in the United States. Do you know what the number one cause of death is in the United States? It's abortion. 42 million babies were aborted last year. It's terrible, isn't it? And, and something that's really close to, to home here and to Diane and I is our daughter had uh, their very close friends just last week. Very, very close friends. Uh, the uh, the boyfriend took a gun and it was on the news right here just this last week and shot uh, his girlfriend killed her and then shot the mother-in-law killed her and shot the two little babies two little kids I say babies but little kids did y'all hear that on the news? terrible isn't it? this breaks my heart 
And uh, in fact, the, the people that got shot and killed not too long ago sat right in the seats where you sit. They were here at my daughter's wedding. And the good news is, is that I was able, you know, when you're at a wedding, you can't really stand up here and, you know, preach like I would on Sunday morning. But I, no matter what I'm doing, whether it's a wedding or a funeral or whatever the case, I always try to get the gospel in. When we were meeting up at the school, if you remember that, some of you were there years ago when we started, whenever janitors would go through or students would go through in the back, you know, because we met in the commons, I would just stop whatever I was doing and just try to get something about Jesus in there, you know. And so I was able to do that. They were able to at least hear the gospel. And, and that's a good thing. As tragic as it is, at least we were able to get the gospel through to them. Now, I don't know if they received Jesus or not, but at least we were able to do our part to get the word through to them, you see. And then this, uh, this last week, you know, I appreciate the condolences that have come in, you know, from y'all and whatnot at the death of our 23-year-old granddaughter. Uh, she was born, she, she died this last Thursday night. She was born with lots of strikes against her. And uh, Diane and I tried to help her way back there then and but, you know, there's nothing we could do. And as time came and went, uh, this has everything to do, by the way, what I'm, gonna, what I'm talking about here with us rerouting. So just bear with me. But as time came and went, she, uh, she got addicted to drugs. And uh, we did everything that we knew that we could to, to help her to get her out of that. And, uh, you know, I would sit and talk with her about the Lord and so forth. Diane Wood gave her a Bible. She was so addicted to drugs as she got older. We tried to help her, tried to get her out of it. We prayed for her. Now the thing you need to listen to is that she was a devout, now listen carefully, she was a devout atheist. It's tragic, tragedy. It's very sad. But her grandma, my, my wife, and, and, and her mother tried to help her, we all tried to help her, but had given her a Bible. Gave her a Bible. What would seem to be pretty insignificant, just years back, gave her a Bible. And, uh, and the report came to us that she was seen reading that Bible some before she died. So I, I don't know that she received the Lord, but when you have an atheist picking up a Bible, reading it. See, God's in the saving people business. He's in the saving people business. He, do you understand that? He's, he, he, he's, I mean, if you'll, and you've got to understand, God is different than us. We look at the outside of people, but God looks where? He looks at the, at the heart. Can't you see it? Think about that. An atheist picking up a Bible, start reading it. Don't you see their heart opening to... I mean, I can't tell you for sure that she received the Lord, but somebody that's an atheist reading the Bible, that's, that's, that's not a bad sign, is it? Something else, too, that, that she did is she was on Facebook. Real out say Facebook. She was on Facebook. How many of y'all are on Facebook to some degree? Or, okay. She was on Facebook 
And she had a presence there, and you'll want to remember that um, for what we're about to talk about. So people are hurting right here in the area. Right here, she lived here in St. Louis. These people that we talked about, right here in St. Louis, they're hurting, they need help. And you know, we have the answer for them. We have God, His Son, Jesus Christ, the precious Holy Spirit, and the precious Holy Word of God, the Bible. Yet, now we're talking about the vision for this church today, okay? Yet the vast majority of this community don't even know we're here. Did you know that? I had one fellow come up to me one time and he said, Pastor Terry, he said, Summit Church is the best kept secret in St. Louis. And we need to change that. Because that's not a good thing. Is it, am I right on that? You don't want your church to be the best kept secret, do you? And we need to change that. And that's what this rerouting is all about that I'm talking to you about. I've never preached a message like this in 25 years, preached a lot of them. But folks, we need to let this community know that we're here and we've got an answer for them. We've got the love of God to help people, okay? See, I'm not, a, I'm not a real big person on, you got to do this, you got to do that. And, and I'm not, I don't like drawing attention to myself. I don't, I don't like doing that and I don't do that. But you know what, if you, at some point, if you, if you take that attitude too far, at last, nobody will even know you're there. You got to let people know you're there. You got to let, we got to let folks know we're here and we've got an answer for them. We've, we've, got, we've got the word of God to help them. So you say, how are we going to change that we're the best, one of the best kept secrets in St. Louis. We're going to do it through technology. Realize, say technology. 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 Look at Daniel, the 12th chapter and the 4th verse. Daniel, the 12th chapter and the 4th verse. Notice, the word comes to Daniel and says, Shut up the word, seal the book until the time of the end. And we're certainly, this is one of the greatest prophecies in all the Bible that shows that we are living in the last days time of the end many shall run to and fro now what, what that's talking about is worldwide speedy travel how many of you know we've got worldwide speedy travel don't we I mean just think about it. just a hundred years or so ago a little more than that it was, uh, it was covered wagons wasn't it and now we've got, we've got jets that take you across the country in a matter of hours and then the next thing here it says and knowledge shall what now, now, I mean, can you see how knowledge has increased in the last 100 years, 50 years, 20 years? I mean, it wasn't long ago they were using smoke signals to, you know what smoke signals are, you know? And, and technology has moved so fast, we're, we've gone from smoke signals to the telegraph, and, and, uh, telephone. now we're all, we're all the way down to having a cell phone. How many of you, again, have a cell phone? Isn't it amazing you can take that little phone and communicate basically all the way around the world in just a matter of minutes? Isn't that something? Is it technology. So knowledge has increased. I mean, in all fields, medical field and in, 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 uh, um, in computers, this, this. And, and so technology, 
knowledge shall increase. It's just like those giving records I talked about a moment ago. Now, which is easier? Taking all those giving records and our office people taking all those giving records and putting them in en- envelopes and then guess what you got to put on the envelope? You don't even have to lick the stamps anymore. That's a, you just peel them, right? That's a good thing. But which is easier, doing that or just taking the little mouse and clicking a couple of things and then and just in seconds the person already has it. I mean, can you see we're using technology to our advantage now in, in giving records, you know? I, and I think, you know, I think about my mother. She's in heaven right now. But I think about her cutting grass. Now, when she started, she was born in 1924. When she started cutting grass, she did it with a sickle. How many of you know what a sickle is? A sickle. Okay, and then she moved up to uh, lawnmower, but it wasn't the power. It was the power lawnmower. It was the kind that you pushed. It just had the wheel, the two big wheels on the. I don't even know what you call it, but the rotary. Okay, and 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 then finally. They got her because she didn't like the technology. If, if, if something's working, she's going to stick with it all the way. And I'm kind of the same way as her. But, but then they came along with the gas-powered mower. And so she got that. And she had a big uh, lot, couple acres to take care of. She was a hard worker. And, and so, so finally she got that powered mower. But then, but then after that, guess what? The riding lawnmower came along. And I mean, she wasn't going for that. She wasn't going to do no rise. A couple acres now of grass. That's a lot of grass to cut. She, you couldn't, she, no, we're, this thing works just fine. We're not, we're not, we're, I'm not getting on that ride lawnmower. And so she'd get up in the morning, she'd cut that grass, and then she'd be, be out there, you know, and I'd help her some, but she could work rings around me. But, uh, but finally we got her, got her that ride lawnmower. Once she got on it, you couldn't get her off of it. I mean, you know, <laughs> And you know how she had some rocks outside her house, of a couple hundred feet of rocks, big, big rocks. And guess what grows up around rocks is weeds and grass and so forth. And so she would take her scissors and she'd go out and trim those rocks with her scissors. And, and, and scissors were very dull scissors, but, but after she used them. But she would start at daybreak, you know, after breakfast. And she'd start trimming those rocks down on her hands and knees, trimming those rocks. And she'd do that, you know, like twice a month. And it would take her from like, you know, maybe, I, I don't know, maybe 7.30 in the morning until about 3, 3 in the afternoon. <laughs> just with her big straw hat on out there, just sweating like, like a dog, just after cutting, you know, trimming. And then one day I, I, I came over... Because I'd want to help her, and she she didn't she didn't want to she wanted to work. You know, one thing I learned with my mother, I tried to slow her down, and it was a mistake. Because I once I slowed her down, she became depressed and didn't have anything to do. Let her work. Let her work if that's what she wants to do. That she was happy. She was born to work. She used to pick strawberries all day long for a dollar a day. Just think about that. That was back in the depression times. But once I came over with that gas-powered weed eater, and she saw me do that, she said, she threw her scissors out. She said, you're coming over here and doing this. See, but technology, now how many of you would rather trim your grass with, uh, with the scissors or with, uh, uh, with, with, with weed eater? Plus, weed eater makes it look better, you know. But see, technology, and I remember when I was a math teacher, at, uh, not a math teacher, a student at uh, 
in high school in trigonometry. How many of you love trigonometry? Just loved. We've got one trigonometry lover here. He's an engineer. So, But, but I, I remember that I used to use the logs in the back of the, the, the tables in the back of the book. And uh, get a calculator. Get a calculator. No, I don't need a calculator. I don't need a calculator. Long story short... Finally, my mother, she bought me a calculator, and I was, what would take me 10 minutes to do, 10, 15 minutes to do a problem, I was doing it in maybe a minute. See, technology. When I used to prepare sermons, Diane will tell, oh, let's go back. How many remember some old typewriters from way back, anybody remembers those? There's a few people. And how many of you, I'd be typing along for senior literature, you know, and I'd get the page done, <laughs> age done and I realized I left out a sentence so now you got to go back you got to type the whole thing over again you know or if you make a mistake you know you have to use your uh, now, now this is a little bit different message today but just hold with me but you have to well this is before whiteout this is the, that eraser stuff and then you get that paper that erasable paper and it always smudged and and I thought to myself way back then, if we could just, this is back in 1979, 80. And I thought, if we could just come up with something where you could move things around or you could take words out or you could have something on here that does the spell checking. And I was thinking about back that way back in 1979. I should have patented it. And I'd be one of the richest men in the world right now because of Microsoft Word and the, the yeah. It, but I didn't, <laughs> didn't patent it. How many of you are glad for the word processors? I mean, this is a blessing. Real loud, say technology. And my sermon preparation. I used to have all those books out all over the floor, you know, and now I just click a couple of, I've got everything, all my books, I've got them on the computer. So technology. It's a good thing. How are we going to reach out? How are we going to let folks know we're here through social media? How many of you people are on social media? You, so, to some degree, social media. If you have a cell phone, like I said, you're hooked to the internet or a computer, you can do what I'm going to ask you to do here today. Did you know that Donald Trump, love him or hate him, he's the president now at least in part due to social media. Did you know that? I think he's known as the, the first really president of social media. He uses social media. He's on, what is he doing almost every day? He is, he's tweeting. Some people like it, some people don't, but, but nonetheless, he's out there tweeting, you see. And, uh, and, and, and I'm one that I've, I've always, like, I'm like my mother. I, I, somebody came to me one time and they said, Pastor Terry, you're always behind the cutting edge. And I said, well, yeah, but I want to be sure the edge cuts, you know, before I get out there. But, but you see, we don't want to be backward. You understand? And we want to use the technology. We want to be up to date and use things to the advantage of the gospel. I'm not talking to you today about growing this church. I'm talking to you today about helping somebody like my granddaughter who has a Facebook account and lost is the Christmas goose. Doesn't know God, but yet has a Facebook presence. And there you share something on Facebook about the Lord and bang, they read it and something happens in their heart. Did you get what I'm saying? 
That's what I'm talking about here today. We can all do this. We can all be missionaries. And you don't even have to leave your house. You don't even have to leave your phone to be active in missions, to be active in letting people know that we're here and we've got, we've got the love of God to help them. Now listen, again, if you're visiting today, you're going to say, oh, this guy, he's about promoting himself. You should have been here the last 25 years. This is the first time I've preached a message like this in 25 years. But it's time to ring the bell here a little bit. Can you say amen? amen. To let folks know we got something good here to help them. Do you have a bulletin? Did you get a bulletin when you came in? You ought to read the back of that bulletin sometime. And you ought to read the statistics there about Facebook. We're going to start with Facebook. And then later we'll go to church. We're going to get it. We already have a Facebook page, but I'm asking you to get involved here today. Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat. What, what, help me out. Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, all kinds of stuff. Look, just look at some of these things. I'm going to read some of these things because a lot of times folks don't read the bulletins. Uh, worldwide, there's over 2 billion monthly active Facebook users. Think about this. 72% of all U.S. online adults visit Facebook at least once a month. There's 1.74 billion mobile monthly active users. There's over a billion daily active users. Half of the Internet users who do not use Facebook themselves live with someone who does. Facebook now sees 100 million hours of daily video watch, watch time. Think about that. The average adult ages 35 to 49 spends six hours, almost seven hours on social media every week. And six new profiles are created, uh, pages are created every second. 80% of teens are on Facebook. 83% of parents on Facebook are friends with their children on Facebook. On average, teens check Facebook eight times a day. 20% of teens wake up at night to check Facebook. The average teen has more than 500 friends on Facebook. 30% of newly married couples met online. Did anybody meet online in here? Wow, look at that. Met online. They didn't have online when I met you. I wonder if you and me would have liked each other online. I don't know. You wouldn't like me very much when I was a kid in high school. I asked you like me. I asked a girl. Uh, no, a girl came to me one time. Pretty girl. I got to tell the story. And she said, "Pretty girl, would you like to play tennis with me sometime, Terry?" I was a tennis player. Would you like to play tennis with me sometime, Terry? Are you any good? And she said, well, I'm just learning, but I'd like you to teach me. I said, well, go learn to play the game, then come back and see me. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead and kick me. Go ahead and kick me. I says, you can't fix that. You can't fix that. You can't fix it. Maybe it was the Lord intervening because maybe, who knows, he had you farming and that might have... Anyway, so... You, 
you, you like me better now. I, I've, I've softened. I have softened a whole lot over the years. Believe me. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, a sweet talking guy. Hey, listen. How did I get off on that? I don't know. But, anyway, uh, but we, yeah, we, 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 online. Okay. Now, here's, look at this at the end of the bulletin here. I'm almost done. I don't have much more to say to you. But just listen. Many times people say, well, Facebook just is not my thing. Now, usually the younger people, you know, they're on Facebook. They're on these different things. But as you get up in years, you're kind of like my mother and me. And, well, you know, it's just not my thing. It's for the youngsters. But, but hey, guys, gals, this is the thing that's, that's going on now, okay? And, and some people, I've actually had, had some people say to me over the years, well, Facebook, pastor, that's of the devil. It's just absolutely of the devil. Listen, I don't think it's of the devil. Did you know anything can be used, evil or, or for good, basically? Like television. You know, you could, there's things on television that are good, and there's things that are horrible. I think television primarily is supposed to be for the spreading of the gospel. But telephone, your telephone, you can, you can look up good things on your telephone, or you could look up bad things on your telephone. Facebook, there's a lot of bad stuff on there. There's a whole lot of good stuff on there. What I want us to use it for is to share the gospel and to, to let people know that we're here and that we can help them. You see what I'm saying? And so, uh, let me just read from my notes here. Many of, many of you are on Facebook. Now listen to this. Many of you are on Facebook. And some have shared things about this church from time to time. We appreciate that. But for the most part, we're not using Facebook to, to its full advantage of what, we could, of what we could use it for. And I'm number one guilty. Uh, Diane's been trying to get me on there. And, and finally, the Lord started dealing with me about it. And, and so, uh, so I've got a Facebook page, a personal one. And the church has one. Diane has one. And, and, and what I'm going to be asking you all to do is to get active on Facebook and, and start, start going on there to try to reach people like my granddaughter and, and, and others, okay? That's, nobody could object to that, could they? Get, okay, and a lot of you are on it already, but, but let's, let's try to get all of us on there and uh, make people aware that we're here to help them. Um, and, and what I want you to do is I want you to put a major focus on, on the ministry of the uh, of the church here, yeah, I want you to be like telling somebody about a good restaurant you've been to. I'll, I'll do an example now. Uh, if if have you ever had somebody talk to you about a restaurant, how good it was? Now now now, if you have you ever been to a restaurant and it wasn't that good, and you say I'm probably not coming back here. But if you've been to one and it's good, what do you usually do? You go up and you say, Wow. Boy, that bread was the best bread I ever had. It, boy, that meat fell off the bone. Boy, that was good. Boy, it was succulent. Boy, it was good. It was blah 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 blah. The, the service was great. You know. Now, now, if you if has anybody ever told you about a restaurant like that? I know the other day somebody came up to me and said, Pastor Terry, right here in Fenton, Smoky Barrels or whatever down in Fenton, that, or whatever it's called, the, the meat just falls off the bone. And, and, and it's great this, it's great that, and they, they think it's a Christian owner, and boy, you ought to go try it out. Well, guess what? I went and tried it out. It, it was as good as what they said. 
But if you ask me about a restaurant and I said nothing about it or ask me about that place we went to the other day. Not that good. Now, does that inspire you to want to go to that place? See, but if, what, what if we all got on Facebook? What if we all got on Facebook and we started telling folks about what a great church we have here. And we have a great church here. It's a great church. I think it's one of the best churches in the world. And, and what you've got to do with people is you've got to, listen, you've got to do the Tom Sawyer and the white picket fence. Now, how many has ever heard of Tom Sawyer and the white picket Have you ever read, have you read Tom? Now, now, Tom, now he didn't want to paint that fence, did he? So what did he do? He talked it up, didn't he? And that's really what you got to do. Because if you go on Facebook, you know, you come across people that are lost and undone. They need Jesus. You know, you got to start, you got to hold the goodness of God up in front of them and show them why they need to receive Jesus. Can, can you say amen to that? You see what I'm saying? And, and so you didn't think you'd be hearing about Tom Sawyer and the picket fence. But that's how you spread the gospel. Show people how good God is, how good he is, his grace and his mercy. And that he's here, here to help them and love them and so forth and so on. And did you know in the, do you know why Jesus' ministry, one of the reasons that it was so powerful, do you know why he got so many people healed? Do you know why? Well, you say, well, it was the, the power of the Father, the power of the Holy Ghost on him. Well, yes, that's true. It's all true. But do you know, think about this. And you probably read the Bible and read right over this. What if Jesus, with all that power, all that healing power, looked out and he had nobody there that was sick that needed to be healed? That power would have just been there for nothing. And you read the Bible... And you'll see again and again and again in Jesus' ministry, it says they brought to him. They brought to him. They brought the sick to him. They brought the disease to him. They brought the blind to him. They brought the lepers to him. Yes or no? See, they're called the unsung heroes of the Bible. But see, Jesus, with all that power to heal people, wouldn't have been able to get them healed if they weren't there. Somebody had... Remember that guy that they lowered through the roof? Somebody took him up there, did... Four, four guys took him up there to get... And they went to a lot of trouble to get that crippled guy to Jesus. They brought, they brought. See, we're the days of the Bible. And we need to let folks know... That we're here with the love of God, the goodness of God. Hey, the healing power of God. We've seen literally hundreds and hundreds of people healed by the power of God right here in this ministry over the last 25 years. We've had people healed of terminal cancer. We've had people healed of this, that, and the other. We had one guy, his ear just popped open. It was, it was deaf in it, just popped open the one day. We, we had one guy, uh, his heel got healed. That's a pretty good deal when you come to church and your heel gets healed. He had broken his heel in a, in a car accident. And just, just instantaneously, the power of God hit him and healed, healed his heel. Isn't that wonderful? Uh, we've seen backs. We've seen all. Now we can't heal anybody, but it's say this. Say it's the power of God. It's the power of God. We need to go out on Facebook, let people know that we got the we got the Word of God. We got the power of God. We got the Holy Ghost here. Yes or no? Absolutely, and I could stand here for a couple hours and talk to you about all the people. One of the coolest ones I ever saw. There was a lady standing right over here. It's a girl. She was on the worship team, and she she came up and, and, and we were 
praying for the sick that day. And she had a big old knot on the back of her neck. Big old, like a golf ball. The size of a golf ball. <laughs> and so I got up in front of her. And uh, the Spirit of God spoke to my heart. said, slap the thing, curse it in the name of the Lord Jesus. My wife was with, with me, the ushers. And uh, I slapped it, cursed it in the name of the Lord Jesus. And within less than 24 hours, because she came back the next night for music practice, that big old golf ball, it just, it disintegrated and, and disappeared. Can, can you say amen? Does that work? There's... Uh, we, 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 we could talk for hours about these things. One of the most outstanding miracles we had was uh, a girl had, have you ever heard of anorexia? Anybody knows what that is? And uh, it, it, she was going to die. There's no question about it. She's, she's going to die. Her parents, had, they attended here. Parents came in, talked to us about it. Doctors gave her up. She's, she's going to die. Absolutely. As I prayed for her, you could see in the spirit, you could sense that she, she's going to die. She's not going to live. She's not going to make it. So she came up in the prayer line one day, and there was probably about 30 people in the line. And so she was down here. I was over here. I didn't know what I was going to do when I got to her except just pray a general prayer. I didn't know. Anyway, long story short, when I got up in front of her, now she's dealing with anorexia. She, she, was, she, 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 she was skin and bones. I mean, skin and bones. And... Uh, got up in front of her and the Spirit of God revealed to me and I'm nothing, I can't help if the Holy Ghost isn't with me I, I'm helpless but I got up in front of her and the Spirit of God spoke to me and said that it, 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 it was a lying spirit now I'm not smart enough to think this stuff up I had never thought of that but you think about when people have anorexia They'll go to the mirror, they can be skin and bones, and they look at themselves in the mirror and they think they're, as a lying spirit. Now, so I took authority over it in the name of the Lord Jesus, broke the power of it, and, and, and her face just lit up just instantly, and then she began, went out from there, began to eat, began to gain weight, and alive today. Isn't that wonderful? See, that's the kind of things we have here for people, but we got, we got to stir ourselves up to get them here, you see. You understand what I'm saying? And I could give you many, 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 many. The one day, should I tell him another one while we're at it? Uh, what, what is that thing that one fellow had where he couldn't figure out how to get home? Uh, meso, not mesothelium. What, fibromyalgia. He was standing right over here where, where this fellow is sitting. He was standing and, and where, where Ken's sitting there. And I was, I, they, they told me he had that thing. I couldn't even pronounce it. Fibro what? And so we was praying for people that day, and the Lord just right on the inside here directed me to go over and slug him, slap him in the name of the Lord Jesus. You want me to go practice on Ken? <laughs> so I went over to him, and I just, he didn't come into prayer line, so I just said, in the name of the Lord Jesus, be healed, and I hit him harder than that, you know, just a little harder. The man was instantly, instantly. I mean, here's a smart man. He couldn't even, he'd have to call his wife, get directions to come home. He, right here in St. Louis, he couldn't figure out how to get home. Instantly, say instantly. Instantly healed by the power of God. Isn't that wonderful? Don't you think so? And I could, I could tell you one story after another, after another, after another, after another, after another. 
of how God's still in the healing business. Isn't that wonderful? So we need to use the social media and look at Romans eleven thirteen. I, I, a little long here today, but I, I, I'm almost done. I want to get this to you. Come on now, real quickly. I'm going to go real quick here, and we'll get you out of here. You, you, are you getting what I'm trying to say here today? Are you catching the vision? Look what Paul said. He said, I speak to you Gentiles inasmuch as I'm an apostle to the Gentiles. What did Paul do here? He magnified his what? He didn't say he magnified himself. He magnified his ministry. He rendered it glorious. He, 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 he talked it up. He, this word magnify means he celebrated it. He spoke highly of it. And if you read verse 14, you see what his goal was. It was to win the lost. And so, hey, go on Facebook and start talking about, hey, there's a church here in Fenton that when I show up, they're going to love me. They're going to help me. They're going to tell me the truth. If you attend here, you know I, I preach the goodness of God, but you know there's also a severe side to God. Did you know that? And you need a balance of the both. And, 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 and just start talking. Don't magnify me, but you know God's given me a teaching gift. And uh, where I first noticed it when I was teaching at Merrimack College, students would take my algebra class and they'd come to me and they said, you know, I've taken this three or four times and I've, I've taken it in high school. I can't learn. I could never learn. I flunked it. I'd have to drop out, drop out. I got in your class and, I'm a, and, I, and they, were making, they were making A's and B's. You know what it was? It was that teaching anointing that God put on me and it worked, it worked over there in the, in the math field, you see. And certainly it works over here in the ministry side. You, you understand what I'm saying? Very interesting. It's a teaching gift. That's what God's given me is a teaching ministry, you see, and a healing ministry. We, we talked about that, but do, do, do a lot of teaching around here. You know, you need to go to a church where they're teaching you the word of God. And we've got that. So I'm asking you to go on Facebook and begin to magnify these things. So here's what I want everybody to do. If you haven't already, I want you to open up a Facebook page. And everybody can do this. If you have access to a, a phone, to internet, so forth, a computer, I want you to open up a Facebook page if you haven't done so yet. Okay? And you can do it for free. It doesn't cost anything. And then I want you to, once you get that opened up, and what I want you to do is I want you to regularly go to the Summit Church Fenton Facebook page. Okay? It's very simple. And my wife puts on that page, she posts three times a day. She posts things like that little video we saw at the beginning, you know, stuff like that, like about the heart's desire lady, things like that. Um, starting next week, I'm going to have a one-minute video every week on there talking about my upcoming sermon the next day. We're going to put it, it'll be up on Saturday. In just the one minute, you see, people aren't going to listen if you put, you know, 10-minute thing up there. You put about a one-minute thing, that's why I'm trying to keep my messages a little shorter, but talking about here on Sunday, but, but uh, uh, talking about vision, you've got to do this a little longer. But, but that's going to go up there, and what I want you to do is, like, go, like on Saturday, it'll go up like on a Friday, little me. It'll be me. It'll be me up there, you know, and I'll be talking something nice about the coming message on Sunday. Just go on there and, and, and like it. Put a little comment on there. Don't put down... Not looking forward to that hearing him again. Oh, no, no, no. 
but put something nice, you know, hey, we can't wait to get there. See, bells on, can't wait to get there. You know, we're going to be talking about the fruit of the Spirit. He's going to be talking about the love of God, the goodness of God, the, the joy of the Lord. He's going to be talking, and, and let your, put that out there. You don't know how that, how somebody that, that needs to be loved or somebody that needs the joy of, of the Lord on Facebook will see that and come and get saved. Miss hell and make heaven. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Your click of the mouse, you don't even have to leave your house. Your little click on the phone can do that, guys and gals. So, so go, get your Facebook page, go to Summit Church page, and start, start liking it, start commenting. You got to comment. My wife tells me liking it is almost worthless, but like it, then comment, and then share. And if you'll do that, we, could, we can turn this church from being the best kept secret to that people know we're here and we've got something that we can, can help them with. Can, can you say amen to that? Amen. We're also going to be doing a theme of the week on Facebook. And, and, and you'll, you'll see that if you'll go there. And I'm asking, now listen, here's what I'm asking you. Now, I don't stand up here and ask you for money. But I am going to stand up here and ask you for this. Because souls hang in the balance. Has anybody ever heard me stand up here and ask for money? We receive an offering, but I... I but I'm asking you, I'm, 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 I'm pressuring you here. <laughs> I hardly ever do, it, do this. Because souls hang in the balance. Here's what I want everybody to do. Okay, I want you to, I, my goal would be if you could go on there once a day. Some folks are on Facebook and on the computer a lot more than that. But if you could just go to the Summit Church once a day. If you can't do it once a day, go at least three times a week. You can muster that. And just find something on the Summit Church page that you that find something, like it, comment on it, and then share it. Could could you do that? Is that I mean I mean Jesus died on the cross. You can go do a couple of clicks. Is is, is that right? Come on, guys and gals. Yes or no? Yes. And if you'll do this. You know, talk about, talk about the message. Talk about the great worship we have. Talk about the friendly ushers we have. Talk about the good youth. We have a great youth ministry on Tuesday nights. Fantastic. We got one of the best children's ministries that you'll find anywhere. The children are over there. Just, just fantastic. But uh, uh, everybody can do this, okay? And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to have people start next Sunday back at the connections table. If you're not good with this, they're going to be back there to help you and train you to get you active on Facebook if, if, you, if, you, if you need that help, okay? And today they're going to pass out a flyer to you as you leave to kind of give you some, some starting instructions on, uh, on what we're asking people to do. Go to the Facebook account, like, follow the page, and so forth, and so forth, and so on. It'll be in that little thing we're going to pass out to you. I'm glad you came today. Normally I don't preach like this, but I th- can we reroute? Come on, say reroute. reroute. Come on, let's, let's stand with me if you would. Stand with me, come on. I need you to be excited about this. Do you know why, and I don't have the, I don't have the statistics here, but my wife, how many is it? 6,000 churches a year? Six, listen to this. 60 to 100,000 churches close up in the United States every year. And do you know one of the main things that drives them closing down is church members that say, I don't want to do that. And a deadness comes over the congregation and it kills the church. Guys and gals, let's be excited about this. 
This is not about growing this church. This is about touching people. We need to let people know we've got the goodness of God here to touch them with, okay? And I can't do this by myself. I need everybody's help, and I'm not asking very much of you, maybe two minutes a week, okay?